the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Brothers and sisters, we are entering into the holiest time of the church this coming week. This coming week and really the week afterwards. The coming week is going to be Holy Week. This is the week, as you know, where we uh, especially meditate on, live out, encounter uh, Jesus' passion, wherein he's going to be arrested, persecuted, uh, he's going to be judged, and then he'll carry his cross up to his crucifixion. This is what we're going to commemorate this coming week. And then, climaxing in the great feast of the year, which is Easter, the resurrection of Christ. And then for one week after that, we're going to go into what's called, in Chaldean, it's called Shabbat Shabbat, the week of weeks. And the week of weeks is that week from sun, Easter Sunday till Choshabachata, till uh, New Sunday. For one whole week, we celebrate Shabbat Shabbat because uh, it is the, the week commemorating and celebrating for an entire week the resurrection of our Lord and everything that comes with that, which is the renewal of all of creation, the redemption of everything that has fallen because of sin, that God has become one of us, has conquered death by dying on the cross, and then further conquered it definitively by rising from the dead. And with Him, and in Him, and in His humanity, all human beings with Him, and in, indeed all of the uh, creation, all things that God has created, is included in that resurrection of Christ. And we look forward now to the definitive coming of Christ when all things will be renewed in Him. This is what we're celebrating the next couple of weeks. So I want to take a moment to speak about liturgy. What is liturgy? And what do we do? Why are we doing the things that we do? Why do we celebrate things the way that we do as Catholics? I want to give you a little exposition on what liturgy means and what our participation in it uh, and what, what, the, what the effect is for every one of us. Liturgy is the work of God that is given to the people that the people in turn were uh, used to serve God with. The liturgy comes from God. Ultimately, it is God who forms the liturgy that every one of us participate in and give back to God. And what is it that we we offer to Him? What is it that we sacrifice to Him? It's very easy to say that uh, what we're offering is just our intention, our good intentions, or our good works. Or it's very easy to say that we're offering the Eucharist, for example. And all that is true. But it goes much further than that. Liturgy is supposed to be an all-embracing reality. And in fact, if you look at Scripture, mankind is created by God to be a liturgical being. That means that mankind is created by God in order to worship God, to offer service to God. We are made for the liturgy. And the way I can very easily prove this, actually, is in the book of Genesis. When God creates man, when God creates the world, He creates the world as a gigantic temple. The world is meant to be a temple of God. And when He creates man inside that temple, He's creating man in a sanctuary. This is the language that is, this, that is used in the book of Genesis. He's creating Adam and Eve in a sanctuary wherein they offer worship to God. And in that sanctuary, the Garden of Eden, man and woman walk with God in harmony. And that harmony is the, is the joy of mankind because that harmony between God and man and man with one another, that harmony is what we're made for. So if you want to be a joyful person, you go back 
to the way God created Adam and Eve in the Garden of Eden. That is, you go back to paradise. And that is, we go back to the liturgy. We go back to worshiping God. This is what we're made for. And it is in our nature to do this. And therefore, the more, we, the more integrity we have, the more we are integral according to the way we're created by God, the more we're going to feel at home within ourselves and with God and with one another. And therefore, the more at peace we'll be, and therefore, the more happy we'll be. We are created for liturgy. We are created to worship God. We are created to offer service to God. Anything less than that, we're really working against ourselves. In the church, in the church, the way the liturgy looks, as you see and as you experience it, is that we are, we are encountering the various things that God has done for us throughout salvation history. That God has worked in history and that we are bringing the realities of God into the present moment for us and we are celebrating them as if they're happening now. That's our participation in the works of God. That's our sharing in what God has done. This is the way we get to encounter and be present to the things that Jesus did. That's why we celebrate the way we do. So for example, on Palm Sunday, I hope you got your branches, okay? If you haven't, grab them afterwards. They're free, don't worry. So. We grab a branch. Why do we grab the branches? Why do we do this every year? Why do we grab branches every single year? Because this is the thing that happened when Jesus went into Jerusalem. He went into Jerusalem, as we saw in the gospel reading, triumphantly. He goes into Jerusalem on a donkey. And that is to say, as a king, as is prophesied in the book of Zechariah and in the book of Isaiah, that the Messiah would come as a king mounted on a donkey, that's because he's a humble king, not, uh, not because he's not a, a warrior king that would come on a horse. He's not a military leader. He's a humble king that wants to be present among us. And when Jesus enters Jerusalem in this kind of grandiose, triumphant way, the people are overcome with joy. They start singing to him, Hosanna in the highest, Hosanna to the son of David. And they spread their garments in front of him. That's to say they give up to him what is of value to them. Remember, they don't have malls back then. They don't have many clothes. They give of what's valuable to them and they give it to spread it on the ground where even Jesus' donkey is going to, to step on it. But they also grab branches and they spread branches in front of him. And that is to, to say, this is what you would do for a king. And recognize him, recognizing him as their king, they spread their, gar they, they spread their branches to him. So what does that mean for you and I? Why are we doing this every single year? Where we grab branches and we take them home and we, we, we put them in a prominent place and we do all these things. We do it because we want to be one of those people that is giving our branch to Jesus. We do it because we want to be in the crowd where Jesus is coming in triumphantly in his grandiose way, coming into Jerusalem as the king. And by grabbing branches ourselves, we are acknowledging and we are accepting the fact that Jesus is our king. We are identifying ourselves with one of those people from the crowd in Jerusalem as they welcomed him with hosannas into Jerusalem. We are identifying ourselves as one of them. And indeed, liturgy does that. That's the purpose of the liturgy to make present to us the past events that God has wrought in the world. So in the liturgy, we live out all the works of Christ. And that's why we use sacred objects to remind us and to help us identify with what Jesus has done. That's why we use branches. Because the branches 
go way beyond just symbolism. The branches are symbolic, but the branches, the blessed branches, also bring to us some kind of reality from the past. When we grab these, then we are now one of those people in Jerusalem that is welcoming Jesus as he comes in on a donkey as a king. And we are accepting that he is a king over our lives. We are chanting to him, Hosanna to the son of David, Hosanna in the highest. But what that also means then, is if, if liturgy does this very mystical thing, very beautiful thing, where God, who's outside of time, brings us into his presence through the liturgical actions of the church, that's true of the entire year. That's also true of this coming week. Now, today, we rejoice and we celebrate Christ as the king. We welcome him uh, as our king into, into Jerusalem, into our hearts in this very grandiose, very uh, celebratory way. We rejoice with them now. But this coming week, this is a dark week that's coming up. And the liturgy also invites us to enter into that darkness. The darkness is that of Christ going to the Garden of Gethsemane, being abandoned by his disciples and arrested by the Roman soldiers on behest of the Jews, taking, staying at Caiaphas' house, the high priest, being judged and condemned to death, being scourged at the pillar, crowned with thorns, carrying his cross all the way up to Golgotha, and then being crucified there. This is what we're going to commemorate this coming week. And the liturgy invites us to enter into that reality as well. And so whereas today we rejoice, we celebrate, we're very happy, it's a very blessed, very good day. We have our branches and we are identifying ourselves with one of those people in Jerusalem welcoming Jesus into our hearts as our king. Also this week, that same king is inviting us into his own passion where we can encounter him in his own passion and where the liturgy invites us to be present to those events as well. So that after that, there we are with, uh, on Good Friday with John and Mother Mary and Mary Magdalene and all the women that were there. There we are on Good Friday at the foot of the cross, at the, the crucifixion scene, watching our Lord who's dying for us and suffocating for us. We are there with him and we are sad with him. But then we await also with great hope the resurrection from among the dead on Easter Sunday. I'm inviting you now as the liturgy, as the church invites every one of us to really enter into this reality, feel it, go through it, and really make yourself a part of it, participate in it. Participate in a Palm Sunday, participate in the difficulty, the darkness, and the sadness of Holy Week and the Passion of Christ, Good Friday, and then participate in the great uh, rejoicing, the great vic victory over death that Christ shows us on Easter Sunday, and participate in the hope that every single one of us will rise with him from among the dead by his own resurrection. Brothers and sisters, this is the great reality of liturgy that the church has uh, given to us, that God has given to us through the church. When we really live it out step by step, we walk with Christ year after year. This is what forms us as real Christian people that imitate him in all things. God bless you all. Have a good uh, Palm Sunday and a very edifying and holy, holy week. Amen.